0: Michael
1: and I'm Rebecca.
0: And we just put our kids to bed.
1: So come hang out with us as we talk about life
0: and other things while, while the, the kids, kids sleep. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode titled "Technology of Our Lives."
1: <laughs> These are the technologies of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: before that, Rebecca had a funny story she wanted to share.
1: So, something we've been wanting to start on the podcast is we wanted to share some things that our kids say or do while they are not sleeping. Since our podcast is called While the Kids Sleep, we thought we'd share a little something about them when they are awake and not sleeping. So, today's or this episode's story is one from a few months back when we got a package in the mail from Amazon surely it must have been from Amazon anyway but it had a bunch of styrofoam in it to help pad it and I went out of the room probably to use the bathroom or something just for like a couple minutes and when I come back into the room uh, the living room it looked like snow like a blizzard had exploded all over her living room and it was terrible and I was surprised and I was shocked, to say the least, and I tried to hold it together, so, <laughs> and I believe one of our kids' friends was at the house, too, and I just was like, you need to go home right now <laughs> before I lose it on you and and the girls. So, anyway, I, you know, made the kids clean it up as best they could, and luckily, vacuuming helped it, but before we got to the actual problem-solving of it all, my girls could see I was... I was visibly distressed by it and I was trying to hold it in and and not go crazy on him. And so sweet little Nicole, (laughs) who I guess, was she still three at the time? Not quite four. She turns to me and she says, mommy, take a deep breath. (laughs) And I was not in the mood to laugh, right then, but later it was really, really funny. And I thought, you know, they are listening. They are paying attention to what we say when we tell them to take a deep breath and calm down when things happen in their lives that distress and upset them. So she comforted me and she guided me through that stressful moment in my life. So that's our moment of what, what my kids said while they were not sleeping.
0: So, Getting on with tonight's episode about technology, we had a fun time just kind of reminiscing about technology that is very commonplace today and technology from our childhood that right. is not even around anymore. Right. Starting off the conversation, one of the things that we we're talking about is black and white TVs. I remember my family had a black and white TV, we did too. And now everything's colored, and I think you'd be kind of hard-pressed just to even find a black-and-white TV.
1: Maybe, like, at some antique store or something, if they haven't all been chucked in a landfill somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, not only black-and-white TV. Well, the big one, we had a small black-and-white one that had, like, an antenna on it. My dad would, like, watch it outside sometimes on the front porch. But the regular TV we had actually had a dial on it, so... Those pe-
0: we had one of those, we yeah, changed k- the channel by...
1: Right, it had like a little knob and, and kids nowadays have no clue what it means. Like don't touch that dial, but like that made sense. You would turn the dial to turn the the, the TV channels, crazy.
0: Yeah, and my family we had this, we had like a little tiny portable black and white TV that we would stick in the car for car rides uh, for those long family uh, car ride trips together. And my mom had a black and white one that was in the kitchen. And yeah, it had the little antenna. So we were just kind of talking about that. And like nowadays, if you're in a car ride, kids are probably just going to have a tablet yeah. or something. So not only is it color,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: also flat.
1: Yeah, flat TVs. TVs used to be huge, huge. and weigh a lot. Mm-hmm. So different now. Let's see, what else are we talking about? Uh, we were talking about cassette tapes. And I remember I had my own little cassette player and kids, again, I'm going to say it sounds so old when I'm saying this every time throughout the episode, but like kids just don't even know these things. And But I'm sure many people have seen that like meme that's gone around the internet where it has a picture of a cassette tape and a picture of a pencil. And I was saying like, kids these days don't even know like the correlation between these two <laughs> items. And it's true. You just have to like twist your Cassette tape, if the, if the tape got unraveled, you had to wind it back up with that little pencil. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, so you would listen to music on cassette tapes. And then I remember as a kid listening to the radio, and we always had the radio on, and you would sit and like wait in front of the radio for like hours to catch one of your favorite songs to come on. And if you heard it coming on or they'd announce it to come on, because I feel like they used to announce songs more now yep. or more than, than they do now, and you'd sit and go, oh, I've got my cassette tape in. And you'd shove it in and press record so that you could record your favorite song and make your own mixtapes.
0: Or the boom boxes that would have two cassette tape players. Uh-huh. So you could record from one directly to the other and mix it. You know, yeah. you'd, you'd buy the, the album yeah. From the store.
1: Oh my gosh. That's those were good, simpler days. You know, people think, What do you do with all your time? But as a kid, that's what we did. That's how we would spend our time. <laughs> We'd sit in front of the <laughs> of the radio or the, the boom box and just wait for our song to come on. That's how we passed our time. Yep. I'll tell ya.
0: And then, you know, along with that later came Walkman's and I remember I had a Walkman and I left it out in the sun, and the sun melted some of the plastic. Oh.
1: So were Walkmans for cassette tapes? Yes. Okay, and then Discmans. Yeah,
0: then Discmans came once okay. once CDs, this, these magical CDs came New along.
1: Newfangled technology, then, yeah. And the
0: big thing with the Discman, the uh, Discmans, were you would have that cassette tape adapter for your car, mm-hmm. and so oh, you, yeah. I had one of
1: those, yeah. Uh Yeah, uh uh-huh. My high school car had one of those. Yep, you
0: had that cassette tape adapter so you could plug your Discman into it because it wasn't likely that your car had a CD player (gasps) in it.
1: Um, Do you ever had, like, do you remember the better CD players, like, the better Diskmans eventually had, like, a, what do they call it? Like, it was, like, a shock Uh thing because if you hit a bump in the road, your CD would skip in the middle of play.
0: Yeah, it would have that, like, shock, that earthquake, and we remember it's, like, oh, that's... That's a very good Discman because I think it would like kind of buffer 12 seconds ahead of time yeah, or something. Yeah, just in
1: case you wouldn't miss out on the sound. Yeah, you hit a
0: pothole or something, your CD <laughs> wouldn't it skip. That
1: was terrible. I love those days. That's not
0: even a consideration anymore. No,
1: Well, everything's in 3s now.
0: Yeah, but even just with the CD spinning and Oh, stuff. yeah, but you course, know what I mean. We both have CD players in our car and I've never used any of them.
1: I don't think I have in my new car. No. And when I say new, we got it like, what, two years ago now? Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever touched a CD player. Oh, no, 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 I have once because the girls have CDs from their little kinder music classes. We've listened to it that way. Yeah. Crazy, though. Yeah, that's, people almost, I don't think they put CD players in cars too much nowadays because they don't get used. Again, because people do MP3s, music from their phones, whatever. It's just all there.
0: Yeah, today, cars are Bluetooth.
1: Bluetooth and yeah exactly
0: bluetooth or you have the the auxiliary cord yeah. going from most likely your phone directly into the stereo yeah. but the whole auxiliary cord it's cd players i i remember putting buying an aftermarket cd player putting it in the car i drove in high yeah. school <laughs> and i remember picking out a cd deck that had that auxiliary input
1: and that was cool because i didn't have one in my car when I was in high school or college. Because the first little bits of college, or a good portion of college, I had like a, what was it, like a radio transmitter thing that would plug into the cigarette lighter?
0: Yeah, that was after though. That, yeah. was, that was cool technology because then it was wireless. You didn't have to have the auxiliary.
1: Well, no, mine wasn't wireless. Mine plugged oh, no, straight no, into yeah. my iPod.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right. So if your stereo didn't have the auxiliary input, you could broadcast over a radio frequency.
1: And a lesser, or it wasn't used very much. Like It was like 89.9 or something that, that existed, but most likely there wasn't. A radio station on it yeah. but sometimes depending on where you would drive you would encounter a radio station on that and you had a choice of like four different potential ones based upon the point one or point three or point something and yeah you just hope for the best that was crazy
0: or, that was good though yeah or you pull up next to somebody at a stoplight and you listen to their music instead because <laughs> they're broadcasting
1: That's funny. oh yeah so anyway speaking of with cds too talk about like downloading music to put on cds
0: Talking about, like, Napster or something. Yeah,
1: tell people about that. Yeah,
0: those were the good old days of piracy, (laughs) you know. it's
1: (laughs) Yeah, downloading pirated music.
0: music. You know, it starts off with uh, you get all your friends, they bring their CD collection over to one person's house, Mm. and you download it all to a central computer, then you, you know, you rip all the CDs, and then you copy it, and so... All your friends you could share your library that way yeah and then Napster came out and with the file peer-to-peer sharing
1: I don't even know what that's called, but I just remember using it. Or yeah. like LimeWire.
0: LimeWire came out after Napster. I
1: remember going and we'd, we'd spent, again, we'd spent hours on there looking for like an artist or an album that we wanted. Or like, oh, this special bootleg copy of blah, blah, blah. And they performed here. And oh, wow, I don't have that version of it. And we, oh my gosh, it's a shame because yeah. the people in the music industry work hard and the artists deserve They deserve...
0: But high school kids don't recognize
1: that. No, youthful indiscretions, it's terrible. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so getting away from like CDs and music, um, should we talk about phones? How they've changed since we've been kids?
0: Yep, because we both grew up when cell phones were not a thing.
1: They didn't even exist, Really? Oh, okay. Well, let's go back to like, say, by the Bell. Remember that big, huge, yep. like brick Zach phone? Morris. Had, the cell phone. <laughs> that thing was huge. We didn't have one of those. Yeah.
0: Nobody had a. Nobody had a. Yeah. Whistle.
1: But I remember growing up, the first phone we had in my in our house was actually a rotary phone, and it was like a cream colored phone, or maybe you would. They the color would be almond, and you put it on top, and then you we do all our numbers that way. So that was cool. Even when I was a young kid, we had a rotary phone still, and it was a while before. Before we got like I guess what do you call it touch tone phone mm-hmm and that was fun and then that phone I remember after a little while we got one of the really long phone cords like and when I say long that thing was like 20 feet long or something because you know you didn't you couldn't just walk around with the phone like it wasn't like cell phones where everything was detached like you had to be hooked into the wall
0: and usually the phone was located on the kitchen wall probably yeah it was
1: like right by our kitchen counter yeah. and so we'd have this long cord that you could like walk around the rest of the kitchen or like my mom would go sit down on the couch in the other room and still chat on the clothesline people as
0: they're walking through the it's house it's true
1: that you'd have to watch out man that was cool those were the days
0: yeah and i re- i remember my family going through a couple different models of cordless phones yeah. So that was cool, you know. It's... That was
1: exciting when we got cordless phones. And then we'd say, you have to plug it in. Go hang it back up on the little charger or whatever they would call it. Or mm-hmm. the dock, I guess yeah. is what we'd call the dock. Because if it didn't work, then it didn't work. You had to be charged.
0: Yeah, and I remember caller ID coming out. That was cool.
1: Yeah. They had... remember those
0: little caller ID bugs?
1: Well, ours actually had a little screen on the phone.
0: That, uh, that came later. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember yeah, before time. phones even yeah. had. And I think the caller ID was an extra service you had to pay Mm. for, and then eventually...
1: I think that's the beginning of, like, screening calls. Because it used to be, growing up, like, the phone would ring, and we'd all rush and be like, I got it, I got it, I'll go pick up the phone, because it was just exciting that somebody was calling, and you didn't know who it was. And so you'd want to answer it first, but what a change from... (laughs) That to nowadays where nobody answers their phone anymore. You call mm. and you're like, well, if it's important, they'll leave me a voicemail or they'll shoot me a text. Those of us who are maybe a little, um, I don't know, introverted or antisocial, we're like, I don't want to answer or the just phone. just tired
0: of spam. Right. Because I, that's true. That's why my mom got a caller ID. She got tired of dinner being interrupted. Oh yeah. Because and you know you'd pick up the phone if you if it was quiet at the beginning you knew it was some yeah or you'd spam like, caller hey. and you just hang up or <laughs> or my mom just wanting to say yeah hey, who is it calling they can we can call them back after dinner type
1: yeah thing. or they and they could leave a message on the answering machine if it was important and mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing
0: yeah going from answering machines that going back to cassette tapes yeah. And then they got the mini cassette tapes and then they just went digital.
1: Yeah. I don't even know if we ever had a digital one, honestly. I just remember there was an answering machine in my parents' bedroom, like on a bedside table. And every day when my mom got home from work, she'd go back and check it. And then you could hear the sound of the <laughs> to rewind it. it. Or you'd say, if it was full, then you would delete it, you know, and then you could actually erase off that tape. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember my mom being like, "Don't erase anything. I need to hear my messages." <laughs> and you, and that's the other thing about answering machines is that people would work hard to.
0: You have your little jingle. Yeah,
1: you would design. <laughs> yeah, you would design your own little saying. You know, you've reached so and so's residence, and some people would get really cutesy about it and have every kid say something and the dog say something too. Oh, I guess we we kind of do that with voicemails still. Can we still do that?
0: No one sets up their voicemail anymore. No,
1: they don't. They say, "Oh, you've you've reached this number, blah blah blah." Voicemail and, box.
0: Yeah, and even with voicemail, my opinion is you just say, "You've reached my voicemail, leave a message." <laughs> I mean, everyone, you don't need to say, "Hi, you've reached so and so." Yeah, we're, we're on not a here v- right, right now. now. Please, everyone knows what voicemail is. <laughs> or if it's just, like
1: in Seinfeld. What is this song? Believe, believe it, it or, or not, not, right? i yeah, not, not home. home.
0: <laughs> or uh, really what my voicemail should just say. I, I missed your call. Send me a text message instead. Oh, yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. checking voicemail it's a pain and it's annoying.
1: Well, now it goes to text though. You could, luckily, like on our phones, we can just see what they're saying. Yeah, in text it's still yeah, the and
0: the tra- yeah, the transcribed is nice, but yeah. even still, I would rather just send me a text message.
1: <laughs> How far we've come. How far we've fallen. Okay, so let's see what else. Uh, car phones. Did you ever have any friends that, or anybody that had nope. a car phone? Okay, I had one friend that had a car phone when I was growing up and i remember when they got it because we like went by their house when even they're like we got a car phone and that thing was like the size of a briefcase well because it came in like a briefcase and then i remember going in their parent my friends sarah's parents like red cadillac and they had a really nice Cadillac, and we, like, went, and they're like, come sit in the car and see the car phone. And we sat down, and they're like, look. And it, it still had to, like, dial up and charge up, and it, like, pull it out. And anyway, it was um, it was pretty exciting. I don't remember exactly how it worked. Was it some sort of, like.
0: It's still cell phone technology. It was still stuff, t-
1: cell phone kind of. Yeah, so the precursors to the cell phone. I remember thinking, wow, nobody's going to be able to afford to have, like, a phone in their car but here we are now and i just remember
0: thinking wow how important you must be if (laughs) you need to be able to talk on the phone while driving that's
1: true too though yeah well and i don't know if they actually did talk on the phone probably this is before laws that prohibit you from doing you know
0: you must be like a doctor or lawyer they were
1: psychologists so maybe they had to go to help somebody on a quick phone i don't quick phone call saved them anyways
0: you were talking about how the car phone dialed up. It made me remember with like Napster and stuff like that, we saw the beginning of internet. Oh, and yeah. in the beginning, internet went over the telephone. You had that DSL. Yeah. And if well, we you, called it dial up. The dial up. Dial up. The dial up internet. Dial-up internet. Mm-hmm. And you'd find your song on Napster and it would take 20 minutes to download one song. Uh-huh. And you prayed that mom didn't pick up the phone. And in it, the midst of that, it, because it,
1: it would kill your internet. Yep,
0: it. it oh. Yeah, and you and you'd scream for the other mom. I only had 15 more seconds, and <laughs> I would have downloaded the full.
1: And well, so then you like miss that last. You could still be done with that song, but like miss the last 15 seconds of it or whatever, right?
0: No, um, usually the, the file was corrupt. I would mess the whole. Yeah, thing yeah, up. And oh, you'd okay. and like, yeah, and you mess it, and like ah, I gotta spend another uh, 30 minutes downloading, and then mom complaining that. The neighbors had been trying to call her, but the phone was busy. Oh, yeah, the
1: phone's been tied up for hours. hours Well, and I remember, like, us wanting to get on, because all that there was on the Internet back in the day was AOL. And it was like an actual program on the computer of AOL that you go and you'd, you'd have your instant message chatting. You'd have chat rooms. You'd check your email was exciting to check. And I remember sending emails to friends and that was really exciting, like to choose your font and your color. And... What
0: was the, your first email address? Do you remember it? Oh, it
1: was really boring. It was Beck Roo.
0: Oh, that is boring.
1: Because Rebecca Rougeau. So Beck Roo. I think I had, maybe it was Beck Roo 87. No, I think it was just Beck Roo. What was yours?
0: Coolguy_002. Zero zero Are you serious? <laughs> because <laughs> you because real? 001 was taken and so was 007.
1: Yeah. Mhm, there you go. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, Beckru was not common. So that's why it was good. I used I used Beck-Ru for years. I used like Beck-Ru at AOL and I think I at one point in time had a Hotmail. Yeah. I never had a Yahoo. I don't know. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, because, you know, choosing your own email address that was that was cool and you know you got to have a cool email address like cool guy
1: I mean if you're gonna be chatting with somebody over instant messenger who you did not know who that person person was was. you meet him in a chat room that was sketchy but you had a cool name yeah you're not gonna chat with somebody who had a crummy name you know that was totally different yeah so I remember like getting on what wanting to get on the internet and be like "Get on mom can you please stop talking to so-and-so and and get off the phone so we can get on it and go to the internet Oh, so different now. Internet is just everywhere.
0: Yep, in and... a totally
1: different way. Um, okay, so like, let's back up real quick before we we jump onto the internet discussion of today. Um, we need to talk about like VHSs and VCRs.
0: Man, even DVDs are going away too. I know. And Blu-rays.
1: Yeah. Well, the CD format is kind of going away. Yeah. Because everything is just downloadable yeah. like through digital ways
0: so i i always remember vcr i know my parents talk about they didn't see vcr was new to them but my family we had a vcr player oh, so yeah. i i always knew what a vcr was
1: yeah me too we always had one i think we had a couple different ones over the year oh we had a few over the years mm-hmm. but i remember we would That same way with like cassette tapes, all these things that were, that were tape based and you could record. I remember we'd like, oh, some show was coming on this weekend and we want to make sure we record it. So we'd get our like VCR and record on the VHS tape so that we could watch it again later. Or we'd record Saturday morning cartoons all the time. Mm-hmm. We'd set it to record, especially because a lot of times we'd play soccer on Saturday mornings when we were kids. And we'd miss it because we'd have to go to our games. So we would record record them on the VHS so we could watch it when we got home from from playing soccer.
0: Which is another kind of society cultural thing that has changed is you had to schedule your life around the TV guide. You're like, oh, yeah. oh our, my show is on at this time. If I'm going to miss it, I'm going to have to record it. Or maybe you did watch it. You, you watched it. It's like, oh, Seinfeld or Friends came on Thursday nights. You'd watch one episode. Yep. And then you'd have to wait the entire week. Did Ross really marry Rachel? Did Rachel say, you know, you'd have that whole week.
1: It was a cliffhanger to, every single week.
0: Yeah, to see.
1: And now it's binge watching and people can just get it all done. And one season done in, in like a matter of a couple of days, really. Yeah. So you would you everybody would know, and that that was the point of like having an actual TV guide. Like it was a little magazine, you know, things like that, because people would say you're right, plan their lives around it. We always knew, oh, this time this show would come on, or we'd watch Wheel of Fortune together, or things like that.
0: TGIF was that was a great lineup. I love
1: that. Well, and if you missed it, you missed it. That was it. It wasn't going to come on again. So, like, if you missed an episode, you have to ask your friends what happened. And then you'd watch the next week and be like, I don't know what's going on. So different. <sighs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We had yeah. to talk. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Well, and then outside of TV, you know, movies on VHS.
1: Yeah. So, Blockbuster. We would go. Did your family ever go to Blockbusters?
0: Rarely, just because it was expensive or, yeah. you know, it's an additional. Well, did you inter- didn't
1: you have to have a membership to it? I feel like you had to pay to to do it or something.
0: Maybe. There were, well, you there paid were, to
1: rent and then you'd get like a late fee if you didn't return it back.
0: I know there were like schemes, you know, like membership. Like, Well, you had to sign up mm-hmm. because if you didn't return the movie, they needed to know who to send the bill to, the late fee. Right. So, so you always had to register with them.
1: You had a card. They'd scan it. Yeah, every time.
0: Yeah, they'd scan it. I think that's more just so they know. That's just the registration, not not necessarily like a monthly membership oh, okay. price. But nice. that's just registration, so they know who checked out the movie and if you yeah. never return the movie, who to send the late fee to.
1: Okay, yeah, because we would go most Friday nights when we were getting a little bit older. I guess we were not when we were young kids, but we would go and we would say, "Oh, here's the new releases." Like there was always like that back wall had all the new releases or whatever, and we'd go and they'd have you know the little covers of them that were like laminated and filled in with foam and you'd hopefully the covers you could pull that out and there would be an actual vhs behind it but like a lot of times they were empty and it was just this wall of the pictures of it it was fun though you'd go it was like shopping like grocery shopping almost go and be like oh i want this one and this one and you get really excited and then i remember yeah you had like two days or something to watch it. Or maybe it was longer.
0: Two, it was like three days, two nights or something. I don't remember. Yeah,
1: and I think you maybe you could pay more to keep it longer or something. But I, yeah. yeah, I remember we'd go like, oh, we've got to, let's watch it. And we'd watch a movie like two or three times so that we could just really get it in because then you'd have to return it, return it back in the next few days. And we'd like slide it through that little slot at the front of the store. And,
0: and they'd say, be Kind, Rewind. Be Kind, Rewind. Because that was always the worst when you, you did rent a movie and you couldn't just go home and watch it. You had to rewind it yourself. It did take
1: like 10 minutes to rewind that entire VHS. And you're like, oh, I want to watch it. Well, now I have to wait for it to go mm.
0: <laughs> Yep.
1: Oh, I loved it. Childhood was great. Those were simpler times.
0: Yeah. So to kind of compare to things that is not what we have to deal with today, smartphones not not even cell phones but all of our everyone has a smartphone now which is a mini computer in our pocket
1: right who would have ever thought that a computer would be multiple computers we'd have multiple computers like on our person every day like smart watches and smartphones and it's in everything
0: yeah uh, the whole iot internet of things you know your refrigerators wi-fi connected your thermostats wi-fi connected your washing machine now can send you a text message when the laundry's done.
1: Your sprinkler system. I mean everything. Every yeah. Well and I guess what's cool about the smartphones is it really has taken every bit of technology that like that pretty much everything we have just talked about and put it into one little handheld device, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got, so think about your CDs. And so everything related to music, everything related to your phone, everything related to internet and video and, or even video games Mm -hmm. and video watching. I mean, it's just all in one little device. Mm -hmm. Crazy cool.
0: And then just things that change quickly right now, Netflix or other streaming apps. We remember when we were first married, Netflix, we had a Netflix account and we were getting DVDs by mail. Yeah, and
1: that's what it used to be. They didn't do streaming.
0: Yeah, so how quickly that changed. It went from your Blockbuster checking out uh, VHSs, and then you could get DVDs from Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Netflix came around and says, hey, just do your whole DVD shopping by mail. And you get a DVD in the mail and return it, and then...
1: Comes in this cool little envelope that you like rip the front off and then you, you reseal itself and you just shove it back in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's
0: still DVD by mail. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: now it's streaming and everything's streaming. So Everything
1: is streaming. I know. Just in
0: the ten years of marriage, we've gone from blockbuster movies to just stream directly to the tv
1: exactly oh but i did love it when we we had netflix we got netflix when we were first married and we lived pretty close to like the distribution center for it and i remember that we if we timed it just right we could like get it a dvd in the mail watch it that night and then put it in the mail the next day and then we would get a new DVD the following day. So it was like a two-day turnaround or something, wasn't it? Yeah. It was super fast. Best. And we were like, we got this. We can get. We can watch a million movies We, we could get, a week. We
0: could watch like three movies a week.
1: Yeah, we were like, this is so great. And yeah, now it doesn't even... See, and that's even before binge-watching TV shows and movies really happened with streaming.
0: Yeah, because even with TV shows coming through Netflix in the mail... You get maybe three, four episodes on a single DVD.
1: Right. Maybe you could find an entire season or something, but yeah, yeah, it's totally different. So what other technology do we see today that we're enjoying? You want to talk about autonomous cars and all that technology?
0: Yeah, this this is probably more of a teaser for a future episode of what technology is going to do in the future. You know, right now we're seeing... Uh, autonomous abilities gain put into cars our car has the ability to follow the next car in front of it it has the adaptive cruise control it has lane correction
1: yeah know. and it not actually not even beeping at you when you're out of your lane but like the steering wheel will adjust to keep you in your lane Line. and then it has all the blind spot detection mm-hmm. it's got backup cameras and front view cameras and
0: yeah collision avoidance it will break for you if there's an obstacle in the road so
1: cool it'll beep at me too if your hands aren't on the steering wheel which doesn't happen often i test it every once in a while like when i'm driving just to see like can i touch this part of the steering wheel but not this one and see if it but it's sensitive like on pretty much the entire steering wheel so but sometimes like randomly they'll be like keep your hands on staring. wheel i'm like okay yeah what else is really cool that we
0: and cameras i grew up in the age of film film cameras and then digital slr cameras dslrs came up and in the just past recent two or three years mm-hmm. even that has changed to mirrorless cameras
1: right anything else
0: maybe this is something for the audience if there is some technology that you are reminiscent about from your childhood let us know in comments or if there's technology today that you're really enjoying and we didn't cover it let us know too
1: right yeah i feel like technology has changed a lot in the past 30 years 30-ish years that we've been alive and that we've grown up and we wonder what will it be like in the next 30 years how's it going to change something to think about
0: yeah Thank you for joining us this evening on this episode of While the Kids Sleep.